Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning, Cindy. Hey, good morning, Don. How are you today? Doing great. It's a, it's a foggy, rainy Friday here in... Very warm. Yes. Un, un, you know... <laughs> Creepy warm for February, for sure. It is. It is. So at the Clean Ocean Action staff, where I know you've been working very hard for many years, Cindy, you know, this is your passion, following the science and advocating for all these programs and public policies that make sure that we keep the ocean clean, keep the water clean, and and fight as much pollution and and so on. And that impacts our, our air. It impacts all of our health. So tell us the latest about what what you're doing and continuing this fight, uh, a real battle, I would say, that you're going through. Yeah, well, we all are, and we all are going through this. And, you know, know, you're so right, Dawn. I mean, we, as maybe some folks remember about, you know, 35 years ago, this water, the ocean off our coast was just the, was just, a disaster. You know, we were the ocean dumping capital of the world. We had dead and dying dolphins washing up on their beaches, raw sewage. And that was because we were using the ocean as a dumping ground. And, um, you know, we all worked really, really hard, thousands of us signing petitions, going to rallies, and Clean Ocean Action organized these these campaigns. And, you know, we fought very hard for policies, environmentally sound, economically sound policies that, you know, ended this barbaric practice. And we have an ocean now that is just gorgeous and is so much fun to to play in and and enjoy. And the marine life is back. And, you know, fishermen are happy. People are happy. The ocean's happy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so now what we're facing is this massive, massive industrialization, you know, something that, you know, has never been done in human history with all the terrible things we've done to the planet, you know, to to massively industrialize millions of acres of seafloor in the name of protecting the planet um, in just a very short period of time. They they plan to have these up within five to ten years. So that will cause, you know, very, very harmful um, impacts, which haven't really been fully evaluated. And um, as you mentioned, you know, right now they're starting these preliminary activities which are extremely intense. I mean, you know, they're they're doing survey work, they're doing sonar with sonars and other geotechnical activities, and it's really intense. Um, that the and there's multiple ships doing them, you know, at the same time, you know, in the waters just off the Jersey Shore, and we feel that you know this may have something to do. We don't know for sure, but it's plausible since that's never happened before. These intensive pre-construction activities. 
um, with the unprecedented whale um, deaths that have been happening in the same time. And so what is it that you hope for? Because you're somebody who, on one hand, supports clean energy and anything, right, that, that could lessen the pollution. But on the other hand, what is it that you're hoping would happen here? And, and within that, Cindy, I, I want you to explain this term, industrialization of the ocean. It's a great term. But within the context of this answer, if you can also talk about what that means, industrialization of the ocean, and how that has worked in other, at other points, maybe not on the ocean floor. Yeah, sure, sure. So, um, you know, there's, there's just, I think, a real lack of awareness as to what the um, Biden administration and many of the state governors um, along the Atlantic coast have, have come up with. Um, and yes, I just want to preface it by saying, yes, we are in a climate crisis. Look how it's, you know, above 60 degrees in February. It's, you know, we do have a climate crisis because of our, what we've been doing, industrializing the land. And we do need to act and we do need to act quickly. And there are many, many things that we can all do um, to help reduce the impact um, to climate, uh, to the climate by, you know, really reducing our wasteful energy practices. You know, we generate a lot of energy that's just wasted through transmission systems that are antiquated. And, you know, com- I know we can all do better at um, re- reducing energy use at home. Um, and, you know, while we drive, you know, drive less. These are all things that we can do. And I know it doesn't, it, you know, what could my little bit do? But because there's millions of us, there's 9 million New Jerseyans alone. If all of us did a little bit, it would add up to a lot. And mm-hmm. that's what we need to do. And that's the cheapest, greenest, safest, cleanest way to immediately see an impact on the climate um, threats that we're facing is to immediately reduce our carbon footprint. Um, so that's what we can do right away, and that is what um, is would be much, um, you know, would be instantaneous, right? Because mm-hmm. if we're not using the energy right away, then we're not causing the climate impacts. Right. And I so, and I wanted um, I wanted you to yeah. go into that a bit, Cindy, just because this is you know WPHT is is considered, although we we're in Philadelphia, so we have a, diver, a more diverse audience. But I just wanted to. to put this out there that this is not necessarily a a conversation or a push that would be described by any partisan politics right it's not republican Mm. it's not democrat and in fact Mm. in in your in your years of fighting i think you've probably had (laughs) battles with pretty much everybody just in the name of consistency of saying let's do everything we can to stop pollution and be green and keep the ocean clean and i just wanted you to go there so that everybody understands where you're coming from yeah and i think that's a really good point i mean the ocean is you know and the planet and and the earth that we all need to survive is nonpartisan, and <laughs> and yeah that is that is you know really important yeah point and you know we've worked together um over the years with everybody united for a safe and healthy and clean ocean which is why this is so troubling and what industrialization means is, you know, this is just the beginning and I'll, and there are 31 um, power plants proposed out in the ocean with wind turbines, the size as tall as the Chrysler building and with one blade alone that as tall as the Statue of Liberty. These are massive, massive turbines. 
And there's going to be, according to the National Marine Fisheries Service, uh, just in the, the first um, uh, the first push will be 3,500, that's 3,500 of these massive turbines covering over 2.2 million acres and with 10,000 miles of cables to bring the power to the, to the shore. Um, so that's what we're talking about is, is millions of acres, thousands of turbines. And th- that's why we're, um, so outraged and we think it's too much too fast mm-hmm. because there's never really even been a, a responsible pilot project to see what it would what kinds of harms this massive industrialization could do and you know just think about what it takes to build one of these turbines the steel the concrete the lithium batteries the rare earth batteries where are we going to get all these materials where are we going to build all these things and then we've got to build the ships in order to move them and build them out off the shore. And where are we going to build those ships and do that industrial development? That's going to be on the shore. So we're going to be industrializing the shorelines as well and building new ports and port facilities. And, you know, uh, this is just going to cause so much more ecological damage. So it's it, the consequences are very, very, um, you know, huge. And I don't think there's there's really been a good public um, dialogue and about public awareness about what this is going to do. And so, um, you know, but meanwhile, this is just sort of steamrolling ahead. And, um, you know, the public has not really had an opportunity to consider the consequences and raise voices. And that's just it, Cindy Ziff, as we talk to you about what you've been doing with Clean Ocean Action. You're not calling for a stop, but rather you've been calling for just a pause, a study, a pilot study, mm-hmm. anything that would just look at what's happening as they're doing it and it, and on a smaller level rather than just going forth with this massive project. And I know it, it involves a lot of jobs, obviously, but this is not, I just want to point out, you're not saying, hey, stop this because you're going to kill some birds or mess up. You're just saying, take a pause. Is that correct? We're we're calling for yes we're we're calling for a couple things we're calling for a pause in the pre-construction activity to see um, you know for them to determine what whether or not it may or may not have anything to do with the with the whale die-off that we're seeing which is just so devastating and then the other thing is we are calling for a halt for any additional um, offshore wind projects because as I said we've already permit we've already leased out we've sold off over 2.2 million acres of the ocean it's done it's sold it's sold to the highest bidders which include oil interests which include you know country foreign countries includes you know lots of different companies um and now they're they're they have the right to you know plan this development for these wind turbines um which need to go through some you know some scrutiny but you know, I'll tell you that I've never seen such fast-tracking um, of, of evaluations in in my experience. Mm-hmm. So it's very alarming that, you know, we, we're not getting the scrutiny. We're not getting the due diligence. There's very little, if any, transparency. Um, it's just full steam ahead. And this is just the beginning. I also want to mention this, which is kind of alarm, puts even more of an alarming um, threat to the ocean, is that this the offshore wind turbines are just the – are just the beginning. They're the gateway industry, um, which unfortunately has a lot of support by the environmental, some environmentalists, 
Um, following these turbines will be fish farms, and you can go online and look it uh, look it up yourself. They're going to be doing massive you know, fish factories offshore because they're going to be destroying the natural ecosystem. So they're going to be turning these turbines into fish farms, you know, with all of the terrible things that happen in large scale, you know, um, yes. animal production facilities with antibiotics and chemicals and feeding. And so that's going to happen. And then in addition to that, then that's, that's just another one. And then on, on top of that, they're going to be doing some industrial carbon sequestration, which is where they take carbon and they inject it into the sea um, to try to, again, um, offset some of the carbon that we're putting into the, into the atmosphere. And, um, you know, this, so this is a massive industrialization with the offshore wind turbines is just phase one. And because it's considered green, there is sort of this pass that's given to the industry. Like there's these green colored glasses that people are wearing where offshore wind is getting a pass in terms of the, the due diligence and fair public discourse that should be happening. Like, would we ever do this to the Everglades? Would we ever, without a, without sort of some, some due diligence and, and what about, would we clear cut the Smoky Mountains woods forests mm -hmm. for solar panels without, you know, sort of doing some due diligence? This ecosystem is, you know, so important to everyone. Um, and we, we, this is our natural habitats. And, um, you know, it's just that I think people, because people don't live in the ocean, there's, you know, nobody, it's nobody's backyard. And so it's unfortunately being the scapegoat or, or being, um, you know, it's, it's, it's the place where they're going to be doing this industrialization. Well, and that's the question that moving forward, I mean, even right now, let's say, and I know there's a, another one of these uh, demonstrations and rallies that's happening on, on, on Sunday this weekend. But the problem that I see is that, to your point, it's not anywhere where, you know, even news stations can fly choppers overhead or try right. to, because it's deep. It's, it's on the ocean floor. And, and so how do, you, how do we really see down in there exactly right. what's going on and how do we measure it? This requires scientific studies, and, and, and I think that's why what you're doing is so critical, because we need somebody down there studying this. Exactly. Even, you know, the scientists have all, you know, they're, they're rapidly trying to do the science now, but, you know, you can't do science in a couple years to know what the impacts to the ocean are going to be because the ocean the ocean has cycles you know there's there's nature has cycles it's not like you can do a, a study in one year and say hey this is how the ocean operates you know it takes time to understand how nature works and you know these a lot of these things are being fast-tracked so yeah we do want a pilot project and we don't want to see um you know the uh, the scale. And um, you made a really good point. You know, the ocean kind of is out of sight and out of mind. And so it's easy for it's easy pickings for somebody that you know, for for the kind of industrialization. That's what that's why ocean dumping started. Right. Nobody wanted right. these materials in their backyard. So they just said, let's dump it in the ocean. And, you know, and we can see how harmful that was. I mean, the not only um was it harmful to the ecosystem? But, you know, as people may remember that it was terrible for the economy, too. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody came to the Jersey Shore for tourism because, you know, you couldn't swim. It was too scary. We had medical waste and right. tar balls and all sorts of stuff. So 
you know, and now our our tourism industry is thriving, and that's going to be replaced largely with um, industrial activity. And so moving forward, the one question I was trying to find a project like this one at this scale anywhere else in the world, and just to see, because if somebody could say, well, so and so did this in an, you know in another country with a coast and off the in the in the in the ocean floor uh, 2.2 million acres put in the turbines they've been studying it for years and everything is fine and it's all good and they they have this clean energy going i'm not finding that i'm not finding mm-hmm. something to this scale is there something mm-hmm. out there that we can look to that say that we can say there's there's another wind turbine project going in anywhere in the world that's of this size? Well, you know, it's, it, it's a tricky question because, you know, yes, there are thousands of, um, mm-hmm. of turbines over in Europe, mm-hmm. um, but their ecosystem is a lot different. It's a lot shallower. They don't have the number and diversity of marine life. We have 33 species of whales and dolphins that hang out and come um, hanging out off the, the Jersey shore and, and call the Mid-Atlantic their home. That's a that's an extraordinary number. I mean, it's just people maybe don't um, know 33 different species of just whales and dolphins. And we have five species of sea turtles, which there's only seven on the planet. And we get five of them sort of traipsing by and they're all endangered species. And they all rely on an ocean that's deep and, um, and dark and quiet. And yes, we've started making a, a lot of noise with shipping and things like that, but that's nothing compared to what's going to happen with these offshore wind turbines. So there are some, you know, some turbines um, across the pond in Europe, and but they're, they're also not the scale and size um, of the ones that they're, they're talking about here. Right. The, the ones that are being proposed off here are some of the largest in the world, and some of them are still sort of, um, you know, uh, in theory, you know, they're really, they haven't really been proven. And that's another thing that I just want to mention is that these turbines are, this is a short-term solution right. to the climate issue anyway. These are only going to last between 20 and 25 years, and we're investing billions and billions of our tax dollars into a 20 to 25-year quote-unquote solution. And these, these turbines need constant maintenance. The blades need to be replaced. The blades can't be recycled, so they're going to wind up in a landfill someplace by the thousands and and you know and they require also a lot of materials to make, um, and they only they are only about fifty to sit, let's just say let's say fifty five percent efficient fifty five sixty percent efficient. So if they say they're going to build a twelve megawatt, it's really just going to be a twelve megawatt turbine. It's only really going to be about a six or so, a little more. Um, a, a, megawatt turbine, Mm -hmm. they lose about 4% a year in efficiency just because they're so big and, and, you know, there's just so much, you know, know, so much um, infrastructure. So they lose 4% a year. So in 10 years, they're going to lose 40% of their efficiency. Um, So so again, you know, when you look at this, it gets crazy when you think about how is this really going to contribute to reducing climate change? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and that's because I was looking, and, and to your point, you know, the UK leads the world in offshore power, and but when I look at them, and the I'm still not seeing, and it's and it's different. I know it's it's hard because it's the Baltic Sea or that sort of thing, mm-hmm. so it's not the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. But as I look at it, 
you know, I just don't see something of this magnitude. And then to your point, mm-hmm. the North Sea or the Baltic Sea, that's different than than what we're experiencing here. But then all the time we hear about Europe having problems and even especially Germany, yes. <laughs> Germany having all of these issues, right, with with right. their grid and, and yep. you know, making sure that they stay warm through the winter. So, you know, as I look at this I'm, and I'm trying to really be fair and diplomatic here, I just don't see a scenario where we can apples to apples compare something of this magnitude going in this quickly, relatively quickly, and we mm-hmm. don't seem to be studying it extensively. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, you've done great research, and I encourage anybody to do to do your, you know, to, don't listen to me. Go, you know, do your, do your own due diligence. You know, if you look at these things, most of the people that um, have looked into it are, you know, do wind up going, what, what, what the, why is this, the, yeah. why is this the answer? And I think that's, you know, and one more like, sort of um, vulnerability of these things out in the ocean is, you know, we have hurricanes here on the yeah. Atlantic coast and they, these turbines do not um, can handle maybe, maybe a category three hurricane. Right. So we may be putting these things in there and then, you know, they may be tossed around by the ocean with a hurricane. And so then what, what right. do we have? And we, so we, we need to really think about what we should be investing in. And again, I go back to investing in the cheapest, easiest, safest, cleanest, um, you know, solution, which is getting, reducing our energy waste. Um, that would be huge. And of course, all of us, you know, contributing to the solution by, you know, really, focusing on energy reduction in our homes and our businesses and our schools and our all of our buildings. Well, Cindy, if is there I mean, have you had any any luck with, you know, getting an audience with the Murphy administration to try to put forth some of some of your research and some of your points? It seems that the Biden administration, the Murphy administration, they're not even addressing concerns over these issues. Yeah, well, the, the New Jersey Department of Environmental Protection has a has a working group that um, has been meeting on these issues. But you know, and these, you know, kind of where you can vent, I guess, and, yes. and kind of talk about the issues of concern. But you know, it's pretty clear that this is this is this comes from the top. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, the New Jersey DEP commissioner one time said at at a public meeting. You know, we're uh, with the, respect to the offshore wind development. We're building the plane while flying it. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I guess wrong? I have to appreciate the honesty, but yeah. um, you know, thank you. I I prefer that we um, that we have the the due diligence done and we know what we're doing to the ocean because it is so important to our, to our, our sustainability, to our you know, ever, all of our lives. Well, Cindy Ziff, we hope that uh, we can continue the conversation. It's important to oh, get the sure. word out here. How can people support you and what you're doing and follow you? Well, I think that um, it's really, really great for people to, you know, do their own due diligence, you know, look into this and, you know, you can come to go to our website and find information there. You can, um, like Dawn has, do your, do your own. Um, there's also, you know, we have social media that you can follow to get involved you know, there'll be some um, big um, ways for citizens to get involved in the coming days. There's lots of um, projects coming up where we'll need to have um, people. I mean, this is what I want to um, end with is that, 
you know, no one thought we'd, our ocean would ever come back from how disastrous it was in the 80s. And, you know, because it was really on the verge and the brink of, you know, of collapse and because of all the pollution that we were doing. And people were very skeptical that we could ever clean up the ocean. And because of the power of the people demanding better solutions and and pushing forward um, solutions and um, opposing offshore uh, dumping and we've come a long way, right? We've got, we're not perfect, but we've come a long, long way. And so the power of the people is where this is going to get turned around and people just need to um, step up. And I know everybody's busy and they don't have a lot of time, but this is a time when we all need to stand up and make our voices heard and contact your elected officials, um, contact your, um, you know, your friends and family and let them know what's going on. Cause this could um, be a consequence that we'll you know, never come back from if we allow this to happen without the kind of protection that we need. My final question is, what have you been going through? Because I, I think that you've, you have felt the cold shoulder from people who in the past you felt were big supporters. Personally, I mean, you've, uh, there's an attempt even maybe to cancel you out, as, <laughs> which is mm. shocking. Well, yeah, it's certainly an a, a interesting um, position to be in. It's someone I haven't hadn't had to deal with in the past. Um, you know, and I, it's a little frustrating because, you know, I, I'm putting forth questions and raising legitimate issues. And, you know, it's kind of like I say that there's these rose colored glass, green, ro- green, green colored glasses mm-hmm. where people are just saying, look, this is what we need to do. And I'm like, well, where's is, where's is the evidence yeah. that this is going to be such a great solution and this is going to solve the climate problem and because again it's not just the wind turbines it's then the fish farms and then the other industrial activities so how is all that going to help the planet when has industrialization ever helped the planet and you know i just don't get any answers well we we will continue to to follow you (laughs) and follow your fight for sure cindy thank you so much oh thank you so much T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 